Who'd you talk to? What's going on? It's me. It is me, Mike Lipree, the King Michael here, Bafangu. Uh, it is April 7th. I told you I would have some people uh, on with me joining me at the bar uh, is Ken, but my man is known as The Match. Match, how are you today? Welcome to Bafangu. Mikey, can you hear me? I can hear you perfect, Match. Outstanding. Good. Finally got on. I'm a dumbass with this technology. That's all right. But do you work with technology for a living. So, you know, you figured it out. So, Match, let me talk to you something. Hi, First of all, how you been, bud? I haven't talked to you in a while. I've been okay, man. I'm just kind of sitting home at work. From from work, I'm on furlough. So, been home for almost a month. It's yep. a little stir crazy, but we deal okay. You know, everybody's healthy and we'll make it through this. I have total faith that it's going to end up okay. We're all going to get yep. through this here. Now, let's just set a little background there, Match. Now, you have been working lights for uh, forever, right? Following your uncle's footsteps. Uh, uh, you've Tell us who you've, who you've worked with. Um, been a stage and content lighting technician for uh, 28 plus years. That counts when I started it, doing it in college at URI back in 1992. It's actually been a really, really fun, fun ride. Really love it, really enjoy it. And being home from it right now, I really miss it. All my... All my buddies, all my local stagehand buddies, all my road buddies, everybody's home right now. There's not one show out on the road right now. Yeah, that's going to be tough. That's, it's got to be tough. Uh, so now, all right, let's talk about uh, education. Now, uh, Matt, in high school, uh, you kicked ass, right? You, uh, you were, uh, your grades were uh, up there. Am I correct? Yeah, high school, my grades were good. I know I made a couple of honor societies. I think I got the paperwork and the things stuffed in a drawer somewhere. I mean, that was like 30 plus years ago. No, but I, I'm just saying to, to prove a point, uh, both the, uh, uh, you and your brother are two highly intelligent individuals. I, I think that just needs to be somewhat proven just so uh, people kind of get an idea of who you are, who you really are. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm Absolutely, man. I, you know what? I, I really admire my twin brother. That kid, he's got such a brain, you know, he had, you know, his adversity from his condition, and he's got such an amazing, smart brain. And I'm proud of the kid. He's done really well for himself, despite uh, the bad hand he was dealt in life. Yep. I, you know, you know what I'm realizing, though, match through life? Um, eventually, we all get different types of bad hands, and it's truly how you handle that hand. Uh, but. My dad explained it to me one time playing blackjack. Uh, uh, the deal I had a seven showing, and I drew a 15. Um, and my dad turned to me and he said, you have to beat 15. And I, I'm like, yeah, but I got a 15. I mean, you have to beat 17. And I'm like, yeah, but I got a 15. I'm going to bust. He's like, you have to play the game the same way all the time. And, and, and you have to overcome whatever it is you sit with. And a 15 is the worst thing to have. But you've got to take that hit. And you've got to kind of, like, move forward. And then your brother's always been somebody who fought right through everything. You know, made, just just destroyed things. You know, left a, a, a wake in his path. Uh, I, both of you have uh, done exceptionally well. Now, I want to explain Barfangul. We let everybody say what they want to say. It's I believe in freedom of speech 100%. Even if I don't like what someone's saying, 
I, I, I let them talk. Um, the only rules we have uh, is that this is Barfunkel. I hope you're enjoying the, the, the scenery. Um, what happens is if you're too much of a douche, we kick somebody out. That, that's just kind of how that is. But you know what I mean by that. Now, with that said, you've been stirring up some kind of uh, stuff uh, recently in the social media uh, landscape. Um, kind of give me a break, without naming names, kind of give me a breakdown of what's going on, what you're believing, what you're seeing. I want to hear your side. Uh, it's, it's simple. You know, I have a more conservative bent towards stuff. But you know what? Even if I disagree with you, uh, with your beliefs, if you're a dear friend of mine, and I have a lot of dear friends whose you know, beliefs are different from mine, we all get along. We're all good friends. It's never a problem. We have a good laugh. Um, I just don't like it when people start taking personal attacks on you when you post something and it's not even directed at that one specific individual. And I'm not going to name names. You know, this person I haven't seen or heard from in 30 years and all of a sudden I'm getting highly insulted and calling some rather nasty things. And I never asked that individual for their opinion. Uh, wasn't directed at that individual. And, you know, that person has a different political bent than mine. And that individual just felt like they could insult me and say some nasty things about me, you know? Now, oh, sorry. Okay. So now, did you uh, say anything racist, anything to provoke them, anything out of line, other than your opinion? I, I could tell you what, with me, with things I post, sometimes I can have a little smile. I can't hear you. Take that off. Huh? Whatever you just did, don't do. Go back to where you were. I can't hear you as well. Oh, can you hear me now? No, it's like a you put something over. You were clear before. Oh, can you hear me now? Yes, there you go. Yeah. Um, I have to say, you kind of have. Nope, you're too soft. You're too soft. Oh, can you hear me now? Nope, you're getting softer. Oh, can you hear me now? You're getting louder. Yep, can you hear me? Look too soft. How about now? Uh, a little bit. How about now? Perfect. There we go. Oh, yeah, right here. Okay. You know what? When I post things online, I I, I kind of have a smart-ass kind of bent to it. I don't ever mean any viciousness or hatred out of it, and some people don't like it. All right, but let's get to the honesty of this, because from what I'm hearing, now I'm starting to put things together. You did say something in comedy-esque form, yeah. or whatever you want to call it, but did it step over the line? Was it racist? Uh, no, I don't think so, because I didn't use any racial epithets about anything, no. Then what was it that provoked such uh, uh, fervor, such uh, uh, a mean response that was actually directed on how you looked and were as a person, as opposed to what you said and what your beliefs were? I, uh, I think I might have said China virus instead of COVID-19, but I'm just basically saying where it came from, you know? It's like 100 years ago, we had the Spanish flu. You know, that's where it came from. You know? No. That's all. I'll say this. I've seen, I've seen other people call it uh, not the word China. Yep. Uh, replace the A for a K. That's what they're, they're calling it. Yep. I haven't called it that on there, no. I, no. I, I don't think calling it the, China, uh, the Chinese flu is racist no, no, at no. all. I don't see how it's considered... If you use the term racist, like the actual you know, definition, how is it calling it Chinese flu if you're calling it a flu that originated from that country? 
it, we're told that it was originated from China. Yes. So we're saying the Chinese flu. If, you, if you're just saying the Chinese flu, why is that? Is it a racist thing? Because we're, we're blaming one culture? Race? Like, why is that a bad thing for you to say, Chinese flu? You know what? I think it's because there are people out there that gets that are very sensitive to how everything is phrased and how everything is said. And in my opinion, I think it's their way to try to control how you talk. And it, and it's a, and it happens all the time. I mean, I have other people that I associate with that if I say that same word, they'll pull that same stunt on me. You know, I feel like in my opinion, that everybody nowadays for the last five, six, seven years, everybody's getting so oversensitive to everything. Everybody gets easily offended if you say this, you say that. Everybody's got a thin skin. You know, you can't take anything anymore. You know, I would never do or say anything to hurt anybody, like, cruelly on purpose. You know what I'm saying? To be vicious. I do things to be a smart ass sometimes, you know? Okay. So, then, so what do you do? So for you being a smart ass, what do you think you deserve? Because because here's where I stand. Master. The King Michael, um, you know, the owner of Bafangul, this is literally where I stand on the social media crap. I've always been a believer that people shouldn't be allowed to make comments, period. Like, in other words, if you make a, if you put out a statement on your Facebook page, I don't believe people should be able to, comment on because it only leads to argument there's there's never been like a back and forth of agreements or you you've never changed someone's mind ever in facebook history and no one's changed yours like it it's it's almost like i wonder why they have the comment button because it just leads in my opinion things getting worse and now you're someone that's intelligent you're on the right and you love to push the button now, I guess the question is, do you deserve to be attacked personally? No, I don't. Believe. No, not. What do you think? Oh, no, not at all. I could tell you, you know, one of our personal dear friends personally that, you know, we disagree. But I do think the world of that individual, you know who I'm talking about. You know, yes, I, do. I think the absolute world of, of him, I would do anything for him. I would do anything for you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I have I have absolutely no ill will or bad feelings toward that person because we can do it in a respectful way. And I really respect how he corrects me respectfully. I really I really do admire that, that kid. You know, I would do anything, anything for him. I agree with you that it's gotten really, you know, uh, petty. I'm not saying that you are what your situation was with Petty because I don't really even really know what you said or what happened. I don't, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Um, but uh, yeah, people have definitely gotten way too sensitive. Um, I, I, I think the problem also is um, the, the, the platform. Uh, some people use Facebook to be funny and to tell jokes and show pictures of like cats, you know, fighting each other and silly things like that. And lately some people have used it for political conversations, conversations about guns. Uh, have you, it, it, Facebook, to me, matches about friends bullshitting, which is what Bafan Ghoul is about. We can have totally different opinions and bullshit and argue 
But when we're done arguing, that should be the end of it. It shouldn't be, you know, I'm not talking to him anymore or, or I'm going to attack him personally. You agree with that? Absolutely. Listen, absolutely. I, I totally beyond agree with you with that. I mean, I got to tell you, I've only been on Facebook for less than a week. And I got to tell you, some of the pluses out of it is a, hey, look, I wouldn't have, if I wasn't on Facebook, I wouldn't be here on Bafangul with you right here. And I love the, I do love the name of your site here. This is hysterical because being an Italian, being a Goomba, you used to say Bafangul all the time. So that's a plus. Yeah. And uh, it's been really nice because I've been able to hear from a lot of uh, buddies of mine that I haven't talked to in a very long time. And it's, it's nice to reconnect with those people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you also have that in you where you can't, let something lie you like to stir up a little bit of a uh, controversy well, right you know what if i see something i disagree with i'm gonna i'm gonna say something a little bit but i'm gonna say it in a in a in a rather respectful way never in a crude way like i uh, stated to you before there mike mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know i'm trying to get to the bottom uh i'm gonna interview uh and have a couple of you different people in, in the bar talking to them about like why they feel the need to make a comment. Why, why I'm not saying that it's bad. Why you find something and you say to yourself, I'm, I get a comment on that. I want to set that straight. Like, I wonder what it is that, that because I see things most of the time and I don't stand. I, I ran into something this morning where I made a comment on something um, because I personally, George Soros, I believe is a scumbag. Oh yeah. So, uh, I don't know about what you think about him, but then I was told to prove that he's a scumbag, or I was also told to prove that um, the coronavirus uh, was man-made. In other words, I was saying, I, I just don't believe it comes from a bat, and then the person was telling me that they she literally had proof that it was from a bat. Like, literally had proof. And my thing is, I could argue for all day long just saying stuff like, where's your proof? And then I don't even believe your proof. And I don't believe whatever China said. I have no belief in what they're telling us. So you can show me all the stats and all the proof you want. I'm still not going to agree with you. So what I actually did was I just told them both, you know what? You're right. My apologies. And that pissed them off more because I had someone coming after me as if they needed to argue because they had nothing else to do. They're like, Oh, yeah, that's a great way to play it, smirky, smarky, whatever, like, just not saying anything. And it's like, I just came back to the person with, like, I just don't want to argue with you. Like, I don't want to deal with you. I'm not going to get into one of these arguments with you that you so, so much want. I mean, you've only been on a couple of weeks, but you know this match. People fight. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, don't you think people are looking to fight? I uh, looking to argue. Hey, yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I could tell you, I notice a difference in the way that some people like to argue. I like to use facts and logic where I can in my argument, and sometimes I fail at it in my uh, when I do it. But the other side, they always go. They, in my opinion, they always seem to go off of emotion, emotion first. And when I got to tell you, when you have to make any kind of critical decision in your life, for the most part, okay, 
if you add too much emotion to it, it always clouds your judgment in what you need to do. No, no doubt. Huh? No doubt. I said no doubt. I, no doubt. I totally agree with you. Match. I'm a Giants fan. New York Giants fan. I, I love them it, my whole life. Whenever I go bet games, I bet on the Giants. And I'm doing that emotionally. And they always lose. And I know it. My, my, like, the brain side of me is going, what are you doing? Don't bet on them. But sometimes I always just bet the Giants by mistake. So that's exactly what you're saying. Continue. Hey, have you ever been to a Giants game? Ever been out to a pro game? I just went a couple. I went this year with Mike Jr. Uh, for his first game. Uh, it was in the r- pouring rain. It rained nonstop. It was against the Cardinals, and they lost. But it was, it was, you know, in a weird way, match. I was glad that my son had to stand in the ring for a full game, and I'm glad that he saw them lose because when you lose as a sports fan, that's when you truly become a fan of that team. If you feel, like, some sort of grief, like, literal, like, sadness, then that's when you're a fan. No. But uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I got you off track with the Giants. Thing. You were saying how, you know, you can go from one to the other. Continue. Oh, we were. We lost my train of thought. So I was talking about the Giants in the football game because I was, I was just going to ask you, you know, uh, I mean, like with pro sports, I have a totally different bent on that, too, from what I do for a living because I, you know, got to work some, uh, some sporting events. So I got to tell you, too, with the sporting stuff, I just I look at it in another light. Like I look at it as it's a totally it's a it's another show, because like when you whenever you go to a boxing match or a baseball game or a football game, or anything that's televised. It's a big, gigantic television show. I mean, you have the video trucks, the satellite trucks. You've got dozens of cameras. You've got uh, you got the editing truck on site. You got you know you got a stage manager. You got guys calling cameras. So uh, you know, I've been to a couple of pro games sitting in the stands. It's actually a very uh, nice vibe, you know. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah. So, so, so anyways, let me ask you this. So, all right. Um. I noticed, uh, I don't know if you had, you did, but uh, when Trump was elected in 2016, in my humblest opinion, and I, I, I felt like a lot of race, racist people came out of the woodwork on the right, which went way far right for some reason. And then I noticed a lot of severely crazy people on the left, which for some reason went extremely far left. Like, I, I when they say right, left, like uh, when they say Republican Democrat, it's now like I, I can't believe it how like far away they both gone to, to the extremes. Like, don't you think it's the? I don't know. You don't see that it's gotten too divided. Like, wait, like like you just said, people should argue but then get along. Like, so all our politicians, everybody that that's really into politics, at the end of it, they should get along, but they're not. It's getting really 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 bad like like and it started in 2016 now you you support trump right you i mean i'm a, i'm just guessing because a lot i guess your stuff is from the right side i don't know if you like him as a person you know he's an orange face kind of goof but po- politically it's kind of give me an explanation of your background kind of want to get a vibe for what you um, believe in i'm going to tell you what like for me my own viewpoints on stuff I do it as a way to guide my own life. Uh, how, mm-hmm. For me, 
you know, doing things in a conservative way, it, it works for me. Now, look, if you're not a conservative, I'm not going to try and convert you. That That's not my thing. And like, you know, how you mentioned, you said, like, when President Trump was elected, you had all the nuts coming out of the woodwork on the back on the on both sides. Now, I got to tell you, you see, when all these racists come out on the right and they stop pulling all their crap, well, guess what? That that doesn't help us out. You know what I'm saying? I'm the kind of guy where if I like you and you're a good guy, you're a stand up guy. You know what? Wherever you're from and and you're cool, we're going to jive. We're going to. We're going to get along great. We're going to be friends. I'll do anything for you. You know, so, yep. you know what? We don't need to have any of this racist bullshit going on. There's absolutely zero fucking need for it anywhere. Okay. Um, yep. You know, we everybody just wants to go to work, raise their kids, raise their families, have a nice life. But I'm going to, no, I'm going to put something yep. in perspective with the president. Okay. And I'm not going to tell you whether I'm for him or against him, okay? You guys can draw your own conclusions, okay? Here's a man that he was in his late 60s, early 70s. Guy's a multi-multi-billionaire, okay? He has more money than he'll ever spend in 10 lifetimes. He gives all that up and walks away from it to take a job that pays $400,000, okay? And he donates all that money. So basically... He's doing this job for nothing, and he's doing it, in my opinion, to try to make the entire United States better for everybody, that for, the, for, for white people, for black people, for Hispanic people, for Asian people, anybody that lives here in this country. He's trying to make things good for us. You know, He knows how to run businesses. He knows how to manage people. He knows how to delegate. Okay, He, he knows about construction. You know, in in the time that he was in office up until this downturn, you know, the stock market was was rocking and rolling. Uh, p- more people were getting jobs. Okay, in my opinion, he was making everything a lot better for all of us, and he's doing it for nothing. Mike, it would be like you and me, you know, giving up our good jobs and then just go volunteering. You know, for some you know, volunteer organization to help, help people and been doing it for nothing. You got to move again, you know, Ken. Give it up everything to make, you know, it, that's how I feel, you know, and, and people don't mention that. So, okay. So, let me, let me just, because, you know, Bafungu, we kind of yeah. back and forth. Here's my, here's my thing with him. I do believe that. Anything that he's done good, uh, and for an example, I use the Halloween thing that he threw for the kids, like, gets no publicity. Anything good he does will never get any publicity, and I, I think that's unfair. Okay. Now, with that said, me personally, match, I, I don't think that guy. Um, I think he, I think as a person, he's a prick. Like I think if he hung around with us we would think he was a prick. I just think we would. I just think he's got a, a, way, a way about him that, you know, it's... It, look, there's a strange vanity that he has, obviously, based on the orange face and the, and the most incredible haircut that I wish I could grow that starts from the back of his head, like way in the back where the neck is, Match. It somehow comes up over his head and does a swirl and then goes back. 
That's like the greatest haircut. Who could grow that but him? So like, we would make fun of his haircut. I'd make fun of his face. Only his eyes are white because he everything else is orange. For some reason, he must wear goggles when they spray him. Like this, this is like big. And then his throat, his throat match is like a gullet, like a like, like a. You know what I mean? It's it just it wags. So I would make fun of the guy, and I don't agree with the way he talks. He talks sometimes, and he says stuff that's like just look. You know me and you. Look, I, I don't agree with everything you you say. You don't agree with everything I say. But but what we have in common is that we know when we're around each other. We don't mean the words we say. We just like to say words to bust each other up. Like, me and you forever, when we see each other, it's always been, hey, hey fuck, fuck you, you, Mike. Matt. Yeah, fuck you, Mike. Right? Exactly. It's exactly. that we've. I have said that greeting to you for like 20 years. It's just, it's just how, what we do. And if you knew I said something like, I'll take my own nationality for, for, for an example, right? Which I would only stick to. But I guess that's what's weird about me. When I do tell the jokes, I like to tell them about Italians because I'm Italian and I know about it more. Does that make sense? Like, I don't I, I don't stray. But you know that when I'm busting your balls, if I'm busting your balls, if I don't know what, your haircut, your jacket, this, that, the other, we're just busting yeah. balls. That's kind of what yeah. guys do. That's what we grew up doing. You know what I mean? But I don't think people can, when, uh, listen, I think that know he's after his own personal gain. First, that's what his first intention was. But then, I do believe that he is trying to help in some ways. I, I do. Overall match, I think I would never, never, I would never, ever, ever, ever have um, voted for him or elected him president. I didn't vote, but the only reason I would have was because of Hillary Clinton, which is a whole yeah. other story. So, I, I because I would never vote for her in a million trillion years. I would not, and I didn't didn't want to vote for him. I'm just being honest. I just and I'm not listening to Bernie. Like I can't even listen to Bernie. I feel like it's my grandfather giving me a speech. I just I, I just said I'm not voting. And the thing is, I try to stay in the middle. I don't agree with Trump. I think he's done some things. Like the economy was up. This was up. That was up. But then certain things, you know, he's done stupidly. So I. I don't know where I find myself. I just feel like they've got too extreme both sides, the Trumpers and the anti-Trumps. It's just got to be too much. And I, I and I, I appreciate speaking with you because I'm I, I, I'm trying to get more info on how people are thinking. Basically, with you is what you say doesn't come across as well in type because you can't hear sarc- you can't hear the sarcasm, you can't hear the joke, you can't hear that, and what you type. So sometimes I'm thinking what you are ty- typing, it reads completely different than it would be if you said it. So, Mikey, you're absolutely right. I told you know what I totally agree with you. But you know what? There's something I have to ask you. Just you know what? You know you mentioned you didn't you don't vote, and you know what, Mike? I got to tell you, if you can, you know when the election comes up, no matter what side you're on, you know try to go out there and vote because I'm going to tell you, this country nowadays doesn't ask much of its citizens and you know what in other parts of the world you know there's no in other parts of the world you don't have a choice whether you go and vote or not people show up at your door with guns and say you're going to vote for this guy we're going to kill you and your family you know over here you're given that freely and you know i feel that every american legal american citizen 
should go exercise their right to vote no matter what side they're on. You know, it's the only voice that you have. Here's what I agree with you, Match. Now, voting is making a choice, correct? It, 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 it's, it's, it's making a choice uh, politically, right? It is your right to go and vote and choose. It is your right to choose. Absolutely. We agree on that. All right. I choose as an American, which is a very American thing to do, to abstain from voting, to show my civil uh, um, uh, disapproval by okay. not voting. I'm not staying politically dumb, like where I'm just not voting because I have no idea what's going on, but I, I'm just exercising my right to not vote. And I, I, no one accepts that. And I don't mind that you don't accept that because that's kind of cool. I, it, we have to have differences. But I just feel like if it's my right to choose when I get there, then it's my, my, it should be my right to choose whether or not I get there. Like sometimes I'm just not voting because I don't want – like I think if everyone just didn't show up and vote, it would really show we just weren't happy with what the fuck they, they're giving us. I just feel like if we keep voting on what they're giving us, they're just going to keep giving us, and we're going to keep voting. It's never going to stop. So I get where I'm wrong. Trust me. But I, that's right. why I do. That's not, Mikey, I totally, I totally respect that. You know, Like I said, I'm just trying to you know, put a kind thought into your head uh, to let you think about it. You know, Your final decision on whether you do or you don't, that's totally up to you. That's not up to me, you know? So, and you know, I, I, res- I definitely respect your opinion on that, you know? So, Matt, let's, 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 let's kind of sum this up. Uh, where do you think this is going? Um, yeah, you think this is just going to be two weeks and fade out? Or you think this is going to stretch on longer? How far are you along? Well, is it going to get? You know what? I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not a politician. No. I'm not a governor. Um Nope. Hopefully, I'm hoping that this could be done maybe by the beginning of the summer. I mean, and don't, and that's not a hard fact. This is just my conjecture, my opinion. Uh, I know other parts of the world where it started, like China started opening up. Uh, you know, the rates are starting to go down in Europe. So if all that. But did, but did China open up? I'm sorry to interrupt you, but did China, every time China says something, I always ask, yeah, but did they? Like, do you really believe everything China says? Or is, or no, I don't. Just Mike, me? I'm going to tell you, I don't believe fully anything that China says. Um, you know, they're a communist country, so. That's exactly it. And people get mad, but it's like they're a communist country. They keep every, they control the media. There. Yeah, so. I'm hoping and praying that this will get done by the summer and hopefully by the summer we all go back to work, myself included, because if this thing prolongs, oh, you could have a potential Great Depression. I mean, you know what? When you start collecting unemployment, that only goes so far. And you know what? Your bills are always farther than that kind of money coming in. And, uh, you know, my first wish is I hope that everybody who's sick with this and in the hospital Hopefully they will get cured. We won't lose any more people. Um, I have full faith in the scientists and the doctors that are working for cures on this. I mean, we have so many beyond intelligent people that are working on treatments and cures and vaccines. And 
you know, those guys are rock stars. You know, I work with rock stars on a daily basis, but those people are the true rock stars. They're going to, they're going to save humanity. And I'm hoping that all of our leaders, our local and our president are making the right decisions for this. And I hope that like in the decisions with this lockdown, I hope there isn't any kind of nefarious thing where they're trying to socially control us. And, you know, there's a cynical part of me that thinks that that could be a possibility. Hopefully it's not. And uh, hopefully this whole thing will be a very bad memory in a relatively short period of time. And you know what? I don't know if you believe in God or go to church, but if you do, you know, have you, your family and your friends, you know what? Say a little prayer to God like I do. And hopefully that will, that'll help out the situation too. Yep. Yep. Uh, Matt, there's nothing wrong with having faith. Um, uh, I want to thank you for uh, coming into the bar today. Uh, I, I hope uh, that it ends as fast as possible. Uh, I can see it stretching on for a while, though, as far as crowds gathering. That's what I worry about. But uh, hopefully that will come soon. Uh, last question before I let you go. I just want to ask you, um, you saw many uh, and worked many stage yeah. shows. Would you consider Would you consider me a rock star match? No, you guys are just all normal guys I went to high school with and you guys have a really cool fucking band. And you know what? I was very honored a couple of years ago when you called me to do that benefit up at the Met Cafe, you know, and I had such a blast running lights for you. You know what I mean? For me, in every show that I've ever done in almost 30 years of doing it, it to me, that's what it's all about. It's just coming in with your friends, whether your friends are your stagehand guys, your road crew that you know, yep. or the band guys. And you come in, you do a fun show, you kick ass with the music, and I kick ass yep. with the lights. And we all have a good time and go home, man. Yep. And I hope I get a phone call from you, you guys, or whatever band you're in to come do a show. I we 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 never betrayed a big time, you know, rock star. We we were never trouble, right? It, with us, it was always just let's play, let's have fun. We never we never pulled any bull, bullshit like bands would pull. We never rock starred you. We were we were just friends. Playing and having a good time. That's no, you guys about. were easy, man. You gotta do get some you gotta get some bands together so you can do some lights for you, man. Um, just so you know, just so you know, Mike, seeing I have yeah. a lot of time on my hands, I'd be willing to come on uh Bafangul as much as you need every day. Let's let's just talk about chit chat about whatever. Do some fun stuff, talk about some fun stuff, you know, catch up. Uh, I could definitely work in a match segment. That's not a problem. Um I will talk to you when I when we get outside the bar. Um, so, uh, Matt, thank you again for uh, being on. Um, I will text you uh, in a little bit. Uh, I really appreciate it. Um, Mike, you're so welcome. And you know what? Hug your kids and hug your wife and take care of each other during these crazy times, all right? Everybody out there, stay safe. Hug your family. Tell, Say you love you. I love you to your family members. Hug your pets. And we will get all through this together. And that's it. Match out. I agree, match. It's me. It's me. It's Mike Lefree, the king. Mike L. This is Barfangul. My shift is now officially 